I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. From Cedarburg Public Library Radio. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Chapter a Day Kids Edition. My name is Casey, and I'm the teen librarian at the Cedarburg Public Library. We have teamed up with CPL Radio to read to you a new middle school book, one chapter at a time. Tune in each day to listen to a chapter, or you can catch up by listening to past recordings. This month's selection is called Betty Before X by Ilyasa Shabazz. It's about a young girl named Betty who was raised by her aunt in Georgia until she is six. Then she joins her mother and stepfamily in 1940s Detroit, where she learns the hard truths about the civil rights movement. Later on in life, she marries Malcolm X, the influential African-American Muslim minister and civil rights activist. I love this story because it is all about keeping your faith during tough times and leaning on your friends and community for love and support. After each chapter, CPL Radio will play a few Motown and doo-wop songs, the music that Betty and her friends Suzetta and Phyllis listen to in the book. To listen to the latest chapter, visit our website or go to the CPL podcast page on Spotify.
26. Church doesn't feel the same today. Pastor Dames announces that Deacon Willis passed away last night. A fog of grief hangs over the sanctuary. He had been diagnosed with tuberculosis and was sick a lot less time than Uncle Clyde was. I know Suzetta is thinking, if Deacon Willis wasn't as sick as Uncle Clyde, will Uncle Clyde die too? I take her hand, at first just to hold it during prayer, but then I keep holding it through the choir's first and second songs, the sermon, and the special prayer Pastor Dame says at the end of service for all the sick members of the church. Pastor Dame ends his prayer saying, Lord, we pray for all families with a loved one who is suffering. When he says this, Suzetta squeezes my hand and we both say amen at the same time. But now is no time for a pinky swear, so we look at each other with half a smile. After church, I sit in the last pew with Shirley, Jimmy, and Juanita, keeping an eye on them while Ollie Mae talks with Mrs. Murphy. I ask Shirley, how's everything? Fine, Shirley says. Jimmy and Juanita are playing with the Bibles and hymnals, sliding them and rearranging them. Shirley tells me, Mama's birthday is coming up. What are you going to get her? I ask. I know how birthdays are a big deal with Ollie Mae. She says birthdays are our own personal holiday. Papa said we're going to take her out for dinner, but I want to do something else, too. You should make her something, I tell Shirley. You're so good at drawing. You could draw something and we could frame it. Yeah, and Jimmy and Juanita can help, too. They're pretty good at coloring, so maybe they can help with that. I can tell Shirley's mind has gone on to thinking about what she'll draw for Ollie Mae. What are you going to give Mama? She asks. I don't say anything for a while. I shrug. I tell Shirley, I don't know. I'll think of something. You could draw something too, Shirley says. I'm not good at drawing. Besides, you're doing that. You could make her a cake, Shirley says. When Shirley says this, I get an idea. I won't make Ollie Mae a cake, but I will make her something special. The sky gets hotter and hotter with each passing day. July's sun beams down bright and lasts long into the evening. Today, I am adding the finishing touches to my blouse and skirt for Ollie Mae. She usually wears dresses, and I have no idea what she'll think of me making her something, giving her something. Seems like she can't take anything from me except my help watching Shirley, Juanita, and Jimmy. She doesn't even say a friendly, how are you? Or do you have any special plans for this week? When I try to talk with her, she just complains. Child, if I had a coin for every question you ask. When I finish with the garments, I wrap them in leftover paper mother bought last Christmas. It seems silly to give someone a gift in July that's wrapped in holiday paper, but it's all there is and I've spent my candy and record budget on fabric, buttons, and the zipper. Father puts the gifts in the trunk of the car. As we walk inside the sanctuary, Mother tells me, Now, do it discreetly, okay? Call her over to the car and give your gifts to her in private. Yes, ma'am, I say. All through church, the only thing I can think about is giving my gift to Ollie Mae. At the end of service, Pastor Dames reminds everybody that today we are having a family day barbecue out back. 
Once he dismisses us, the congregation goes outside where a few of the deacons are flipping burgers and hot dogs on the grills. The women have set up long tables and laid out a side dishes, desserts, and cold drinks. Some of the younger children are already playing with water balloons. I ask Ollie Mae to walk to the car with me. What's over there, child? She asks. I have a surprise for you, I say. Surely, keep an eye on your sisters, Ollie Mae says. She walks to the parking lot. I follow her, keys in hand, and open the trunk. I take the, out the gifts and hand them to Ollie Mae. What is all of this? She asks. It's for you. Open them. Ollie Mae sighs like she would rather I just tell her. Happy birthday! But my birthday isn't for three more days. I know, but I wouldn't see you tonight, so I thought I'd give them to you today. I... You don't have to. I, I can't accept this. But it's your birthday gift, I tell her. Ollie Mae hands the boxes back to me. You didn't have to give me anything. She starts to walk away. I don't want you to spending money on me, betting Dean. But I... I made this. Can you open it? I call out to her. I just wanted to show you how much I appreciate the sewing machine. Just wanted you to know that I still have it and use it almost every day and how much I practice, just like you. I don't think Ollie May even hears me. I stand in the parking lot holding the boxes, not able to move or speak or do anything. I don't know how much time passes before Kay is standing next to me. I don't realize that she's holding my hand until she says my name. Betty. Betty, not here. Don't cry. Not here, Kay says. I put the gifts back in the trunk. Come with me. Let's walk, Kay says. She leads the way down the block, past the candy store, the bakery, the diner, to the park on the co corner. We don't talk on our way. When we get to the park, we sit on swings and barely muster a sway. What happened? She asks. I tell her about Ollie Mae. Tell her how mean she is, how she gave back my gift. A gift that I had made with my own hands, just for her. I tell Kay, what's the point of doing unto others as you want them to do for you if this is what you get in return? Kay doesn't answer. And Pastor Dames can keep all those scriptures about sowing and reaping because no matter how much good I try to do for Ollie Mae, Nothing changes in our relationship. I just want her to love me. And even the housewives' leagues keep trying to do good things. But things aren't really changing there either. There are still stores that refuse to hire Negroes. Still places where we go and get treated like we're nothing. My feet drag along in the dirt. Then I push myself just a little and swing back and forth. Kay lets me sit in my sadness for a moment longer before asking, Betty, have you ever planted anything? No. Well, I have. It's hard work, Kay says. My family had a farm down south. I helped my mom with the garden. Before we could even plant, we'd have to get rid of the rocks, do a lot of digging, and do what my mom calls breaking the earth. Kay is swinging now back and forth, back and forth. She says, when I first started helping in the garden, I was like you. What do you mean? I ask. I was impatient, and I didn't understand how seeds and harvest time worked. I thought as soon as I planted the seeds, I'd see growth the next day. 
But sometimes we wouldn't see any sign of growth for 10 days or 70 or even three years. Three years? The apple tree my dad planted took forever to have fruit. I'd walk past it every day for three years, just watching. I'd be miserable if I had to wait that long. Didn't you get frustrated? Well, there was always work to do somewhere else on the farm. Depending on the time of year, something is always being planted or taking root or being watered or sprouting. And then there were was the prepping for winter and recovering from seasons where there was a bad crop. So yes, we got frustrated a lot. Sometimes my mom would cry. She'd be so devastated. We had done the, all the best that we could, all because of drought or too much rain. We'd lose everything, Kay says. But just because you have a bad season doesn't mean you stop planting. We swing, propelling ourselves into the sky. No words, just the sweet, squeaky swing set, the clinking chains. Kay says, I think maybe that scripture is not only about the harvest, but the work it takes to get a harvest and the patience it takes to wait. Chapter a Day Kids Edition can be heard Monday through Friday at this time on CPL Radio. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.